Hey, what's up, everyone? You're listening to The Man Reinvented Show. I'm your host, Scott Taylor. I'm a former door-to-door salesman who gave up a six-figure income that I earned in just four months out of the year to pursue my passion of making a bigger impact in the world. This is the podcast where I talk with amazing people making big changes to fulfill their deeper purpose. Let's get into today's episode. All right. Welcome, everyone. This is the Man Reinvented Show. I'm your host, Scott Taylor. I have a handsome man with me today, um, Adam Smith. I met Adam. When was it? We, we met, I think it was at the Stephen Lars. No, it was at the uh, Two Comma Club X uh, event in Boise, Idaho. We were learning about just kind of like systems that... Um, that online marketers use in that conference. So anyways, met him there. Awesome guy. He's actually turned out to be living right, right across the way here from where I live, going to BYU, Idaho and uh, just an awesome guy. So um, Adam, I just want to introduce you a little bit. Why don't you kind of say hi and kind of tell a little bit about yourself really quickly where you came from. Scott, I appreciate the introduction. So I'm stoked to be on this interview with you. It's going to be awesome. We've got some amazing things that we're going to be talking about today. And yeah, I think it was at that event because you were talking about pest control. And I yep. had spent the past summer selling pest control, absolutely hated it. And I was like not interested in doing this at all. And kind of where I came from after I was selling pest control, I came back and I started thinking, you know, like I'm in this job. I don't really like it. I'm not excited about going back and doing this. What could I do? I love sales. I love marketing. I was like, how could I actually put this together? And so what I started doing was figuring out what are the different pieces that I needed to put in so I can move from this one-to-one method that I was doing. I was knocking on a door and selling person one-to-one to move into a more of to like a one-to-many method. And I wanted to have more influence, more impact, more reach. And so what I started doing is putting together, figuring out who I wanted to serve and what I wanted to do. And it was very interesting. And you were actually, um, you know, somebody that I was, I was talking to and we had this fun connection about pest control and talking about that and getting our businesses off the ground. So I'm excited to talk a little bit more about uh, some of the things that I've learned and I'm, I'm stoked to be on your show, man. Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good thing to get you on here, man. It's, um, I, I think your episode eight or nine, I can't remember. I lost count, but anyways, it's super cool. Just starting this out, obviously. And I'm learning all this, this stuff on the way. And it's kind of like a way to document my journey, but, um, you know, to learn the skills that we're, we're learning, you kind of have to just start, you know, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's kind of why that's kind of why I've done it. But anyways, guys, um, you can find Adam at X2 Entrepreneur. Why don't you tell him your your website? Yeah. So you can go to the X2 Entrepreneur.com. That's our our main homepage, uh, you know, stories, blog posts, and uh tons of different things um are out there for for everybody. So that's my main page. Okay. And also on Facebook, the X2 Entrepreneur. So Yep. Adam, Adam is, is an awesome guy. He's doing kind of like a, what is it, like a agency type, type business. You're trying to help entrepreneurs currently with email marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Part of, part of what we're doing and, you know, as I was uh, transitioning into the online space, because, 
you know, for me, I, when I was starting, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was in this place of, I was trying to figure out, you know, this whole game. And, you know, when I first started, uh, people started asking, Hey, what are you going to do? Like, what's your, who are your, who's your audience? What are you going to sell? And that's, that's the biggest thing that I had to figure out was like, who am I going to serve and what am I going to sell? And as I started putting, um, this together, I actually started in a totally different space that I'm not in, uh, anymore and, uh, quickly transitioned out of, of that space, uh, into more of the wealth niche. And part of what I do now is, uh, helping, uh, specifically business, uh, coaches, consultants, uh, trainers, advisors, uh, leadership coaches, uh, primarily on building out their, their webinars, their platforms. And so part of a big launch that we're actually pushing right now is a 14 day email marketing challenge. And, um, if it's okay, I want to talk a little bit about kind of how I came to, to this point. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I'd love to hear, I, I, I know I've heard your complete backstory, but I'd love to hear it again. And I think my audience would love, because obviously my show is man reinvented. It's about people that find themselves in a situation they don't want to be with their career and they want to switch and they want to change and turn around and go a different direction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, me and you have chosen online marketing for that. And I think that's an amazing direction to go because of what you said earlier, your reach. It's one to many. It's your influence is so much more. And ultimately I'm trying to help people realize that this stuff can be accomplished Mm-hmm. And you can stop selling cars that you've done for 10 years or pest control or, you know, in this corporate job, you're climbing the structure. You can stop doing that and learn how to do something like this online and have a greater reach, greater in- income potential, greater pretty much everything and live wherever you want. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, yeah. let's hear your, uh, your story, man. Yeah, Scott. I mean, that you're absolutely right. And I think that really started for me. It was my junior year of college. And as I was sitting in one of the classes, they were talking about what the future is going to look like for everybody. And I remember they were saying, Hey, when you first get out of college, you're going to have an entry level job. You're probably going to be making about $40,000 a year. And, and everyone's like, okay. And they're like taking notes and writing this down. And, um, they said, you know, in a couple years, you'll get to a point where maybe you'll be uh, an assistant uh, to a higher level executive. And then you'll probably be making about 50 to $60,000 a year doing that. And then you'll kind of ascend up to be, you know, probably a manager at some point. And then a couple of years, you'll keep working your way up and you'll be a director. And then as you keep going, you'll probably become the VP and you'll probably be making about, you know, a hundred to $110,000. And then you could even become the president of this company and you could be making up to $120,000 this year. Like now remind me you're in marketing, right? You're, you're studying business marketing. Yeah. 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 So, you know, being the president of a company doing $120,000. So I'm like, and I'm sitting here and looking at this, I'm like, this can't be my life. Like this can't be the road like that. I'm going like, this is ridiculous. And you know, you're telling me that when I'm 45 and I was doing the math, you're telling me when I'm 45 that I'm going to be making $120,000 a year and I'm going to max out. And I was not excited about that at all. And I, I was actually had to do a couple internships and I was trying to figure out what I needed to do and ended up working for a, a social media marketing uh, agency and started learning. And I was um, building sales funnels and websites 
uh, for my, for clients for eight fifty an hour. And I, I just, I remember sitting here just like, and I'm building these landing pages and these, uh, these websites for eight fifty an hour. And I just sat there and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this sucks. Right. You know, I'm not excited to go into work. I'm not excited about doing this. And I think where I was and where so many people find themselves is they don't know another way. I talked to so many of my friends. They're like, this is, this is the life. Like you, well, you're told from kindergarten all the way through high school. Yeah. You, you graduate from, from college, you go get a job and you work that job for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. People who like make money online, like this whole thing is, you know, it sounds kind of scammy and people are very lucky that like who get to the very top, like you're one out of a million. If you, if you actually make it and can do your own business. But I was, I was determined. I wanted to make this thing work. And, you know, I was actually at a point where I was really forced to go sell pest control because I didn't have another way. And so, you know, my biggest piece of advice is like, if you're looking at starting an online business, you're looking at creating something new, you're looking at having a different income stream that you have to be set first before you go out and venture. Um, you have to be feel safe or else you're not going to want to take that leap to take that risk, to take that next step. So kind of do it on the side first, basically is what you're saying. And that's exactly what I did. I was actually going to school, working this internship and trying to build this business all at the same time. And so I would go to school during the day and then I would come back, um, you know, work a couple hours during the afternoon. And then at night I would work on my business and I was working on these different ideas and trying to figure out what I needed to do. And probably my biggest takeaway from that entire thing was really focusing in on who is the person that I want to serve and what do I want to offer? What do I want to do to help them? What is the result I want to help this person get? This entire business, Scott, like, as you know, is all about relationships. If you can help somebody else get what they want, then it will always come back and reward, and reward you tenfold. And as soon as I moved out of that mindset of like, who can give me money to who can I help serve? What can I do for somebody else? I've seen so many different times where I've given just free value to people that I wasn't expecting. And, and you know, they referred me to somebody else and then now they're a high ticket client of mine. And it kind of just, it, it's so weird how this works, but getting out of the mentality of like, what can I actually do to help somebody else? What can I do to serve somebody else? And it's so cliche, but it's like, it took so long for me to actually learn that, that principle, um, of, of what I needed to do to actually make this thing work. Yeah, absolutely. Have you recently um, read the book Choose or heard of it? I've heard of it. I haven't read Ryan it. Levesque. Ryan Levesque. I listened to, I was listening to an Entrepreneur on Fire um, podcast a few weeks back. And I was in this position where I was really like hard thinking about like who I want to serve. Mm -hmm. And then I yep. heard this podcast. It was like perfect timing. So anyways, I got the book, I got the, the digital, you know, audio book, the book's coming in the mail sometime. I think he launched it recently, but I'm really excited to, to read it because it's just about that same thing. Who do you want to serve? That's where you have to start, mm -hmm. you know, because ultimately it's your customers that fill your wallet, you know, and if you can't, you know, help them get what they want, then you won't be successful. That that's so true. And, you know, just to piggyback off of that, like 
one one thing that I've that I've learned is understanding like your market and understanding what they want. And Stephen Larson has an amazing way of doing this, but he always he always pre-sells his content before he actually builds the product itself. He mm-hmm. goes out and tests the market and actually gets paid before he builds anything. Yeah. Brilliant. And then doesn't ask campaign and ask them to say what they want to hear and or what they want to buy and then builds what they want to buy and then he sells it to them. Yep. In a big yeah. way. So Yeah, exactly. So, you know, one way that I that I look at this is I I figure out, you know, so step number one is I figure out who I want to serve. And I figure out step number two, what do I want to do for this person? How can I help them? So for me, when I was thinking about this, I was uh, actually started in, you know, <laughs> so embarrassing now, but it's like, I was trying to get into relationship coaching and I'm like still single. I was single at the time, still am. <laughs> and I'm trying to teach other people how to be able to like get into relationships because I was figuring out, you know, like what I actually needed to do. Um, and so, you know, for me, like I needed to know like who I wanted to serve and what I wanted to do for them. And so the very first thing I'm doing when I'm trying to figure out who I'm trying to serve, I'm trying to figure out if they're willing and able to pay for what I have to offer. And so the way that I do that is I start looking at different markets. And at first I wanted to serve college kids, Mm -hmm. but then I realized I was like, these people are not willing. They're willing, but they're not able to actually for this. So what I did is I transitioned into like people who have already graduated college, people who are like looking to, you know, build out, um, or looking to, for a relationship or a partner or something. And I was going to help them. I was going to help them find the relationship of their dreams, um, doing this. And another thing that I learned is you have to be a student of your product. You have to, you have to drink your own Kool-Aid. You have to like, you can't do, you can't try to do something that you haven't already done yourself. And this didn't work because I was still single. And what I was teaching people wasn't like, it was good (laughs) things, but it's like, it wasn't stuff that I was actually doing. Right. Uh So, so as soon as I understood that and I realized that I wasn't really passionate about that, I started to move in something I was passionate about. And I was talking to our mutual friend, Marie Larson about this. And she said, you know, Adam, you're don't like, you don't love this. Like you love the marketing. You love the, you're talking about Steven's Steven Larson's sister, right? Okay. Yep. Yep. You know, she said like, you don't love this. Like you love the marketing behind the thing. So for me, I needed to figure out, do I love the thing or do I love the marketing behind the thing? Mm -hmm. And you and I, we love the marketing behind the thing. But so many other people may want to just do the thing. And that's totally cool. You can do either one. Mm-hmm. So, so I moved into, okay, what are people doing? What can I get really, really good at? And I got really, really good with, with webinars. And when I was starting, I didn't have any testimonials. I had nobody who'd said, like, Adam's super awesome. Like, he's done this for me and this for me. I actually had to go out and work pretty much for free. I had to go and actually start proving myself, earning my stripes, and I did that for a couple clients. And, you know, the very first client, uh, he had a webinar script and I, um, you know, selling this product and he was very successful, but his webinar was not converting. And so I rebuilt the entire script and doubled the conversion rates for this guy. And I was like, okay, wow. like, I'm like onto something here. Like it was down to like 6%. And then after I'd rebuilt the script, it was converting at like 12%, I think. So 
I was like, okay, like I'm onto something here. Like, this is really cool. And then I had somebody else come to me and they said, Hey, can you help me, you know, sell this product? And so I said, yeah, like totally. Like I love, I love selling things like this is so awesome. I could totally do this. And so I got introduced at this, uh, at this like business retreat and we went there and a couple other people were selling their products. And I think they closed maybe about 10% of the room. And then, um, I got invited to come up and we ended up closing about 38% of the room. And it was like, you know, there are certain things that I was learning in sales that transitioned me into understanding buyer psychology and what actually gets people to pull their credit card out of their wallet and buy. And, you know, not everybody has to do that. Not like, but that was what I found to be really, really successful. If I can help somebody else get more clients, if I can help somebody else sell their products in a way online in a one-to-many setting, then this could totally work. So that's kind of how I transitioned into, into to what I'm doing, pretty much what I'm doing right now. And that was that, a, that was that business conference you went to and what was your price point? Like three grand? Yeah, it was about three, three grand. So, um, you closed 30% of the room. <clears throat> yeah. And it was a retreat. It wasn't very, it wasn't very big. Um, uh-huh. but, but it was my first real, like, like breakthrough of, you know, Hey, this thing like that I'm doing and testing, like this actually could work. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing was, is like, I hadn't even built the product that we are selling. Yeah. Like, it really was my ask campaign. And I was uh-huh. asking people to pull their credit card out of their wallet and, and buy. Um, wow. And I was testing to see if this thing actually worked. Um, where, did you actually get the, where did you get the pointers and the script to design your, I guess it, you can call it a webinar, but it was really a mm-hmm. live presentation. Where did you get that script? Yeah, I... So I have studied many, many different online marketers and what they're doing uh, and what they're doing to sell their products. And I take a lot of things from what I learned in, in sales when I was doing pest control and uh, selling alarms and a lot of different kind of techniques. And what I did is I actually have crafted my own uh, framework around um, called engagement reframing uh, is, is the framework that I use. And what this does is it actually starts, you know, when I'm first creating something, and I'm trying to figure out what people want. I always look at, okay, the offer first. I always go to the offer first and say, what is the thing that I want to sell? Before I even you know, figure out what the script is or any of that stuff, I always figure out what the offer is. And I've learned a lot of this from Steven Larson. And you know, Steve talks a lot about um, you know, figuring out what are, like, what is the thing that you want to sell? And then what is the thing that they want to buy? you know, and there are two different things, you know, you may want to sell a certain thing, but they may want to buy something else. Mm-hmm. And so I feel, always figure out what is the like sexiest, most attractive thing that this person wants. And then I go back, um, you know, in reverse engineer, what, what that offer is going to be. And then we create the stack and Russell Brunson talks all about the stack, but, um, we basically go through and we, uh, outlined the, um, you know, what issues people may have to actually moving forward with buying our product. And so for instance, one of, uh, our products that we had was, um, you know, helping people to start their own online business. And that offer is not available anymore, but the way that I crafted it was, um, you know, helping people set up, like what is the actual software that people use? And so I would help people set them up with the software 
And then people would need a way to follow up with people. And so we actually, I gave him my entire follow-up sequence as a part of the offer to combat that objection that they were going to have about buying in the first place. Mm-hmm. So it, it's super advanced stuff, but it works. It works super well. And, and so for us, like I always think like, what reason would somebody give me for not wanting to buy this? And then I go and Scott, I create a product that gives them that, well, that basically doesn't give them an out and say, Hey, you're, you can't give me that excuse anymore because now you have this bonus or this product or this thing to be able to help you do that. So the very first thing is like figuring out what are, what reasons would people, would someone give me for not buying? And then I go and I create a product or think of a product that I could offer that's going to help them to overcome that objection or reason that they won't buy or excuse. And then, and then I move um, into the script uh, itself. So that's, that's the first part is how I create uh, the offer that way. Okay. So, so for example, um, the audience that we have here listening to this podcast and watching the show, um, there are a lot of guys that are in, they've gone down a direction um, and they've realized, man, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to change my career. I want to learn how to live where I want, be able to spend my time better with my family more Mm-hmm. Or leverage. And we've both of us, me and you, have identified that online marketing is really the ultimate vehicle that allows us to, to have this. Because yep. it's one to many with all the reasons we just talked about in the beginning. But what are the reasons that you have found that people have held back and not done this, not not even started to try to learn this this online marketing stuff? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I've talked to with a lot of different people about this. And, you know, one of the biggest objections or reasons that that people give me is that it's just not the way it's done. That so many people, they believe they have to go to college and then they go get a corporate job because it's safe. Mm -hmm. It's a safe thing to do. And, you know, a lot of people are not cut out for what we do. And that's totally okay. That just leaves more room for people who are have the grit to be able to push forward through all the things that they, you know, all the roadblocks that they're going to have. But I think it's really changing the belief that, hey, we're in 2019. We are in the digital age where information is readily available and people are looking for information. People are looking for knowledge. Why not have it be you? If you are good at something, why not you be the person to be able to help them? And even more importantly, get paid to be able to help this person. And so for me, I was thinking like, you know, what do people want? Like, and how can I, uh, can, how can I help them get it? I, I think uh, everybody should be in the health sp- or in the, in the wealth space because people who are looking for money, if you can help somebody make money or save more time, they're going to pay, they're going to pay you very handsomely for that. And I've been able to build a business way more than eight fifty an hour uh, doing this um, and living where I want and traveling. I spent two weeks in California last week because I wanted to like, you know, and I wasn't, I'm not tied to a job. I'm not tied to like any boss saying, Hey, this is what you need to do. I have people who work for me. I have people who can, you know, I can tell them what they need to do and they go and get, they get it done. And it really comes down to the fact of like, what lifestyle do you want to live? And the whole thing about the law of attraction, it's totally real. If you can think and think that it's true and you want to actually accomplish that, 
the world is going to conspire in your favor to make it happen. You just have to believe that you can actually do it. And then go and find either one, the person who has already done what you want to do and go and model them or find somebody who can do it for you. Because otherwise you're just going to be, you know, kind of going in different directions, trying to do this little thing. I think it's the most ludicrous thing in the world to not model somebody who's already done what you want to do. It's stupid. It, it is just plain ignorant if people do not do that. Absolutely. And so figuring out who you want to serve, what result you want to get for them, and then finding the person who's already done what you want to do, and then either going and buying their course or learning from them or hiring them to help you with it. Because I spent 10 months without a mentor and I made $0. Like it didn't work for me. The second that I invested in a course and invested in myself and invested in somebody who had already done what I wanted to do, my income just skyrocketed after that. And so, you know, it really comes back to understanding, um, finding a mentor, finding that person who, who can lead and guide you and, and make it happen. Yeah. I think to go back to that whole like objection of, Oh, this isn't just what, you know, this isn't the right way or the, how did you say it? It's not what, you know, go get a job, go to school. I can't yeah, it's just, that. yeah. It's just not like what everybody does. It, yeah, it's or, not it, what it, everyone does, but you know, the way I think, and I guess the way you felt when you were having this marketing teacher tell you, here's your career path. They're telling me you, you're going to be making 120, $120,000 and $45,000. That just makes me depressed. And honestly, to me, um, time is the most valuable thing we have in life. And to me, that looks like the, the higher risky thing, the riskier thing to do. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I know this isn't meant for everyone, but that's kind of how I look at it. Yeah, I, I agree. Spend you know, a 40 hour work week for till you're 45 to make that kind of money. I'm not really interested in that. (laughs) Yeah. I, you know, for me, I, I also think like for so many people who may be listening, like it's not like whatever age you are, it's not too late. Like you can, like you can learn this stuff. This is a learnable thing. Like making money online is a system and a process. And if you can understand the system and the process, then everything else becomes easy. I guess it's like, you know, shooting a free throw. You've done it so many times. It's like, it's just ritual. And, you know, learning the skill and like the system to be able to do that, it, you just have to learn the system and the framework of what you need to do. And it's never too late to start. Like you can be, you could be 60 years old, 70 years old, like this, that is never too late to be able to learn this. It is, it's totally a learnable skill, hundred percent. Absolutely. And, and, you know, your all the, all the skills and the experiences of your life, they kind of come together and they piece this like foundation for you. And then, the, then when you figure out you want to do online, there's a few things you need to learn. Absolutely. You need to get a mentor. You need to find a system. You need to follow that system and model what works, but it's just a matter of time. As long as you keep in the trenches you know, and you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Adam, it's, it's it, it, in your, in your backstory. I mean, it's, it sounds like you kind of bounced around and try to figure out where you're at right now. I mean, do you think that's just normal for people I, or 
hundred percent. It it would have been so much easier if I had found a mentor before, because I tried so many different avenues and so many different paths that were not for me and weren't going to work out until I figured out, okay, you know, you know, sometimes you just have to test a lot of different things. And that's what this whole game is. It's just about testing different things and what you're, what you're going to love. But the most important thing is figuring out when you're choosing a market or you're choosing a niche, figuring out what, and a lot of people think, Hey, it's what, it's what I'm the most passionate about. And I think that's secondary to what is the most important thing, which is what the market wants. The market doesn't care how passionate you are about a certain thing. They, they don't at all. They only care what they want. And so if you can figure out what the market wants and you can tie your passion into that thing, then that is, then you have it made. And luckily I, I mean, I found that I found that in online marketing, I found something that the market needed and I've tested it because they've pulled their credit card out of their wallet and paid me for it. And two, it's something that I love and something I'm passionate about and something that I can, I can do every day. And it doesn't become a job for me. It doesn't become work it becomes fun. Like it it becomes this, um, you know, really a a miracle that, that I was able to find this. And, um, I think so many people, they believe that it's not for them and that it's not something that they can actually do. But I want to say right now that like anybody can learn this, you can live that life that you want with, if you want to have the fancy cars and the, you know, the houses and, the jets and all that, like you can have that, but it's honestly not what's going to make you happiest. What's going to make you happiest is knowing that you have the freedom to be with those that you care about and be able to build the relationships that you, that you want. And obviously you need money and a lifestyle that is going to work and be in favor uh, of that. And I can't think of anything better than online marketing to actually do that. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, um, trying to think, um, we've, we've covered it quite a bit here. Is there anything? So let's kind of recap. I think, um, there's a few things that I've taken away from, from what we talked about. Number one, I feel like when when people are in a position where they want to like, they want to do something new, they want to maybe, they want to do online marketing. And I would say that's the best vehicle, no matter what you want to do because of the influence, the reach and all that. Um, but number one, you got to do it from a place of not like needing it to happen, right? So don't quit your job and say, okay, I'm going to go take a course. And in two months, I'll be an online marketer. Um, that's, I think, one of the biggest things to learn. Because does this happen overnight? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's a process and you learn it, right? Just like when I went to, when I went to school, I got my bachelor's degree and business and construction. It took me four years to get that degree. Right. So this takes time and it can be done. That, that time that it takes can be shortened. I think by what Adam said is finding a mentor, someone that can walk you through the process that has actually done it. And Mm -hmm. they're there. They are where you want to be. Yeah. Can I share some practical things and strategies and maybe a system that people would be able to follow Absolutely, uh, as people are getting started? So 
you know, when we're talking about finding a mentor, one of my favorite mentors has been Sam Ovens. Um, Sam Ovens is uh, somebody who teaches consulting. And I believe that if somebody's wanting to sell their knowledge and they're wanting to get into online marketing, that they should not open up a local business. It's way too expensive. You got to figure out inventory. You got to figure out, you know, building leases and all this garbage that you don't even need to do. Um, they should not open up local business. They should not be selling physical products. They, because one ton of inventory and two, like you have to go and deal with drop shippers. You got to deal with, um, you know, distributors, you got to deal with, you know, what if, what if a package is like, you know, late and you're, you don't have control over it and the margins are tiny. Like it's very, very hard to be profit. You got to be really stinking good at e-commerce. And if somebody's just starting out, it's not the best thing to do. Um, I don't even think people should uh, be starting their own agency. I think that's also something that is really, really difficult, especially with freelancers and trying to figure out, you know, what you need to do. So it's like, you know, what, for somebody who's just starting out, who's brand new to online marketing is wanting to get into the space. One of the easiest and best ways to start is through consulting. And what I mean by that is consulting, meaning helping other people to go and get a specific result because people are in their desire or in, are in their current situation right now. They're in some sort of pain and they want to get to a desired situation. They want to be able to get somewhere. And so what we can do is we, as long as we can help bridge that gap between their current and desired situation, people will pay us money for that. And you can just sell your knowledge. That's it. Like it doesn't cost you any more to be able to do that. And so one of the easiest ways to do that is, is hands down in consulting and going and finding a problem in the market that you want to serve and then helping people bridge that gap. One of the easiest ways to do that is helping people get more clients. Everybody needs more clients. People need lead generation and they need a way to be able to, to get more clients. And so if you can figure out um, you know, online marketing or Facebook advertising or, or something, some sort of like social media marketing. It's one of the best ways to be able to start for somebody. Once, once I do that, once I figure out my nature and what I want to do, then I move into actually setting up, you know, what is my source of, of getting clients? What is the way that I'm going to be able to do that? Um, and going out and figuring out and finding people who can actually, um, who you can actually help. So my method of doing this is I start and I go find people in my niche and I friend request them on Facebook. I send 40 requests every day. Once I do that, about half of them are going to respond. I'm going to then send a message to that person and I'm going to introduce myself and say, Hey, I've got a question for you. Um, wanted to get uh, your feedback. Once they respond to that, then I say, uh, Hey, uh, you know, this is who I am. This is who I help. I help, you know, business owners to, you know, if I'm just starting out, I help business owners to, um, get, you know, three to five clients, uh, every month using my social media strategies. Would you be free for a phone call? And what this does is it actually puts people in a position where they're like, yes, I fit that niche. I want that thing. Let's jump on a phone call. So I do that on Facebook. And then I also do that on LinkedIn because LinkedIn, if I'm looking for business owners, those people hang out in LinkedIn. 
So I'm going to go to LinkedIn and I'm going to uh, connect with like 40 different, I connect with about 40 people a day. And about half of those are going to connect back with me. And I'm going to send them that message. Um, I'm going to say, Hey, you know, this is who I am. This is who I help. Do you need any help with this? Uh, would you be free for a phone call? Once I get them on the phone, I can then, the only thing I'm trying to figure out is if this person can afford what I do. None of you should be charging less than $2,000. <laughs> I know people are going to freak out at that, but it's like, look, one, you got to figure out, you got to know what you're worth and you are worth at least $2,000 for your services. If you do not believe that, then you need to go. And you're talking like a subscription or you're talking no, like one time? No, no, just like a one, one time. To go so, to take them through your coaching or your, your consulting <laughs> program. Yep. To get yep. the result that you're giving them. Yep. Exactly. Like like $2,000 minimum. Like, and for some people they're like, Oh my gosh, I could never charge that much. <laughs> but I promise you like business owners, if you can help them get that result, they will pay that. And I've seen it. I've done it. Oh, yeah. like, it, it works. So. And also know, when people pay, they pay attention. Yes. Yes. You can't just give away stuff for free. Right. <laughs> like, so, um, so that, that's what I do is I start and, but on that first phone call, I'm only trying to figure out if this person can afford me. Here's how I do it. I say, what's your target monthly revenue? If somebody says my target monthly revenue is $5,000 a month. I know that this person probably can't afford what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. So, but if they're like, Hey, I want to make, you know, you're talking gross sales and that's yeah. not, not to yeah. mention all their expenses that come out of that. Right. Right. If somebody's like, Hey, I, I want to make an extra, I want to make 50,000 or a hundred thousand dollars a month. Then I'm going to say, great. How far off are we from that number? And this is a very casual way of saying, how much do you make right now? Mm -hmm. And it helps people and like you're on their side to actually know exactly what that person can, um, if they can afford you or not. And so once you get that number, you say, great, I think you're going to be a fit. Let's jump on a strategy call to actually, uh, you know, give you a couple tips and see what we can do to help. And on that strategy call, that's where we sell the $2,000 product, um, or more. It honestly should be more, but, um, $2,000 minimum. And so what's so the you do a discovery call? And then you have them schedule a strategy call. Yes. I don't want to get on the phone with anybody who can't afford what I do. I don't want to spend 45 minutes on the phone with someone only to find out they can't afford me. Right. Mm -hmm. However, and that's it. That's if I'm reaching out to people, but if somebody's coming through one of my, through one of my websites, then I can send them straight to a strategy call. And that's actually what we do. We send people straight to a strategy call. <clears throat> but if I'm going out and I'm reaching out to them, then we get them on a discovery call first. So and through that website, you qualify them through questions that you ask them. They fill out a form. That's it's right. almost like they're applying to work with you in a way, right? It, it is. It is an application actually. Mm -hmm. um, and so through this application, we, um, and we can get into like, I don't know if we have time to like get into that whole thing. There's so much stuff that it's like, <laughs> if for somebody who's just starting out and they don't have any of that stuff, they don't have any application forms or like even a website, you guys can do this without a website. You can do this without having like, you don't even need a calendar to be honest. 
like as long as you have a Facebook account and you have and you can get a LinkedIn account and you can optimize those profiles to say what you do, uh, you guys can go check out mine. And because I've done that and optimized that for what I do. So your guys, video, by the way, is awesome. I love that new video you have on there on your X2 Entrepreneur Facebook page. Oh, oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> is it cool. the intro one? Yeah, yeah. Right, Let me okay. introduce you, Adam Smith. <laughs> I don't know who did that for you, but that's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. So yeah, just going and modeling like that layout uh, of what of how to optimize your your profile. Because if people come to your profile and they're like, I don't think this person can really help me, they're not going to respond. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to um, to get in that network. So friend request at least um, forty people a day. Half of them are going to respond. Message every single one of them you're probably going to get on a discovery call with a couple of those people. And then out of a couple of those people, you'll probably close one. So on, um, on your strategy call. So you kind of look and you can reverse engineer. And I did the same thing, Scott, when I was doing pest control, I'd say, how many doors do I need to knock to make a sale? Yeah. It's a numbers game. And yeah. And that's how, and it's the same thing in online marketing. And so guys, this should be your number one focus because you can get a logo, you can get a website, you can get all this fancy stuff. You could even get business cards. You can either go and do things, but if you are not doing what I call power activities or activities that really drive sales, you're not going to have a business. And that's why so many people lose is because they don't focus on the selling. They don't focus on the sales part. They don't focus on like doing that. So, um, you know, that, that's uh, honestly one of the most important things is focusing in on, on, on that, that one piece. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that's, that would be my method for starting out and then selling that, um, that service for. So for are you, are you using kind of like the Julie Stoin method where you sell them the strategy call? Like they, they pay to be on the strategy call with you? So that's different. I do, I use her strategy, but that is, um, it's a step before that. I've, uh, Julie's strategy is amazing. The concept of it is incredible. I've taken that concept and like really fancied it out. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and I have a lot of precursors before I get on the phone with anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, and I want to make sure that the person I'm talking to is very qualified and wants to work with me. Um, I was so sick and tired of w- talking to people who like didn't care to talk to me back, which is what was happening in pest control. I was knocking on the door and oh, was, yeah. like, I don't want to talk to you. Why are you on my doorstep? I only want to get on the phone with people who know what I do and know that I can help them. I just need to figure, I just need to make sure that they apply to work with me. And then I can make the decision if I want to work with them or not. Mm-hmm. That's, that's this whole game. This is whole game. So, so what, so what are you, what, when you, how many people do you talk to, you say a day and then you close how many a day out of those people you talk? So for me, I, so I send, um, right now we've really ramped it up. We, uh, we send about 80 connections on, on, uh, on LinkedIn. I'll get probably three to five ish strategy calls from that per week. And then, um, from there on my, for my intensive, because my intensive is what I actually sell first. So I have like discovery call. So if I'm reaching out, I do discovery call, strategy call, intensive, high ticket services. For somebody who may be starting, maybe they just want to start. They don't want to do the intensive. Maybe they would just start with the 2000 
$2,000. So they go discovery call, strategy call, $2,000 um, program. So mm-hmm. that would be the way that, that I would do it. So yeah, we close, I mean, probably one, yeah, probably one ish, one to two, probably every like week, week and a half or so, Awesome. Um, you know, going, going ahead. And that's, but that's with like our, just like cold, um, our cold, uh, outreach, which mm-hmm. nobody's above. Nobody's yeah. above the people who, even people who dial in ads, we run ads for some of our clients and when they're not doing the organic strategy and they have a bad week, they have this sales slump, like they can't balance it out. Usually you can balance it out with doing organic. Mm-hmm. So the people who stop doing that are always people who lose. So, um, yeah. So one, it's so knowing do how ads to- and organic both. Y- yes. Yes. Um, 100%. So you got to do a paid side. You got to do an organic side. So and the organic side, just so the audience knows is basically you friending people 40 a day and then respond to those that, that accept your friend request and yep. then invite them to get on a call with you. Yep. Uh, so I'll do that. I'll do an outreach method and then I'll also do an attraction marketing method, which means that I'll go and I'll figure out, I'm like, okay, where is my target market? Now that I know who this person is, where do they hang out on Facebook? What groups are they in? I'm going to go into those groups and I'm going to go into the search bar and I'm going to type help. And what this is going to do is going to give me all the results of everybody looking for help. Yeah. And as I go and I figure out and I go and I can message or uh, comment, I'm not, I'm not posting, but I'm commenting and delivering amazing value, solving people's problems. And what's funny is you'll get a couple of people who see this. You'll get the person who posted it. And then you'll get people who also comment too. They'll get notified, but then you get all the lurkers, you know, all the people who never really respond, but they're looking, they're seeing, they're seeing what other people are saying. If you deliver really amazing content, they're going to go to your profile. They're going to look at your profile. They're going to say, man, this guy really knows his stuff. And they're going to, to reach out. I've had tons of people reach out just, and I don't even know where these people come from, but they come from my attraction marketing methods that, that I do saying, Hey, I saw your comment on, on this post. Like that was really, that was really helpful. Like, tell me more about what you do. And then I say, yeah, uh, I'd love to let's jump on a strategy. Let's jump on a discovery call. Right. So like that's, there are two different methods of doing organic this way. And like, this is how, this is how we get, we get clients. Yeah. We do paid stuff too. But when we have like paid stuff that, you know, cause Facebook ads, they go like this mm-hmm. and you know, if you can supplement that with organic, like you're going to grow your business really rapidly fast. Wow. That was a nugget of gold, Adam. I don't know if real people really realize how big of a nugget of gold that was. I mean, I mean, back in the pest control days, if you could go into a neighborhood and identify somehow which house is actually going to buy and which is not interested, which is the renters, which is this, that search thing, going in a group, guys, and then going to the search bar is on the left side down below, by the way. It's not the top search bar. It's down and you search in the group and you search help. Wow. That is I, so cool. I, I do that. I'll ask, I'll type in advice. Um, I'll type in, you know, what my what I'm what my market wants. So I'll type in webinar, I'll type in leads. 
you know, I'll think of like, you know, what am I offering? What are people searching for? The other cool part about this is you can see what questions people are asking related to your topic. And I actually gather all that data whenever I go and I have a spreadsheet of like those different kind of buzzwords and what are people saying? And so once you figure that out, that's actually how I did, um, you know, this new product, how we're launching this new product is I looked and I saw what people are wanting and I took a little piece of what I do, which is building out webinar presentations, um, and webinar, uh, funnels and websites, uh, to help enroll more of my clients into, um, uh, into their enrolling clients in their coaching programs. And so we use webinars to do that. And so I was like, what could I do to take a little piece of this? And how do I like, how do I figure out what this, uh, what this market actually wants? And how do I figure out, you know, how can I attract that person into my world? So what I did is I took the emails. I was like, what is the smallest part of what I do? Which is the emails, the email follow-up. And what I did is I started researching and dissecting tons of different email follow-up sequences, figuring out what worked, what didn't, and who was crushing it and who wasn't. And I went through and documented everything that I learned with that. And then I started testing it with my own market. And we actually, the average conversion, the average like open rates are like 16%. Click-through rates are like less than 2%. We get right now about 48% of people to open our emails. And we get about 7% of people to click through to our stuff. Wow. So we literally 3X'd our stuff using these strategies that I've learned. And so what I did is I took those different strategies and I put together um, a, uh, an idea of you know, these, uh, these email follow-up sequences. And I made a post and I said, hey, who's interested in this topic? And we had probably almost 300 people say, yes, I'm interested in this topic. I want this, right? Wow. And so just for my personal like page or my personal profile, that's it. Like no ads, nothing. And I said, wow, this audience wants this thing. And so what I did is I created like a paid version. It was so I gave them the light version and then I created a paid version of this, which is called the 14 day uh, email marketing challenge. And it literally is just helping people get their follow-up emails done for their webinars. So now the strategy behind this, Scott, is that people who, are in, who come through this challenge already have a webinar. They already have a video sales letter, some, some type of online presentation that they just need to close sales after using email. And people are like, email marketing's dead, all this crap. And you're only, only going to hear that from people who aren't selling products through email. Like... Mm -hmm or online at all. So just throwing that out there. Yeah. But so we created this and I haven't even created the content for this. I want to see if the market is willing to pay me for this product. And after people have paid me and I've solidified that people actually want this. So I kind of did a light version and now I'm creating a paid version where people can open up their wallet and pay me for this. And then I'm going to, you know, take them through say, Hey, the challenge is going to start in seven days. Now I have seven days to create the first two modules. Mm -hmm. And then once people go through those modules, I have another seven days to go create the next two modules. And ask so, them what they want, what they need, where they're being hung up on. Not, not necessarily that it's the actual content. It's the content itself of, of the product. Oh. I've already figured out what people want. I did that with my light version. Mm -hmm. 
and started to get feedback from these people. Now, what's cool is like, as people go through this challenge, now I have their money. Not only does that make me feel good about what I'm doing, that this thing actually works, but two, I now have their attention, which is the most important thing, Scott. Oh yeah. And understanding like, how can I get attention? Because now that people have paid me for this, I have their attention. I can now take them through this challenge and see where people are getting stuck. So I can create an amazing product so nobody else can get stuck. And then that thing is just going to evergreen. I run ads to it. And then that leads up to my, my higher ticket programs. So um, yeah, actually today, I just sent out the email to the wait list of everybody for this challenge. We're going to open it up to everybody tomorrow. Um, which is exciting. So this is why this is like awesome. so fresh in my mind. <laughs> awesome. That is yeah. so cool. Guys, this is this is real marketing happening. This is not scripted. This is this is real stuff. <laughs> How cool is that, man? It's awesome. Well, um, we've gone, I think, close to an hour here. Um, I could keep going with you, but I don't know. <laughs> you kind of make these podcasts a certain a certain uh, length, but um, Adam, is there maybe one last thing you'd like to share? Um, and I guess just leave where people can find you. Yeah, absolutely. So I would say that the people who are the most successful in this game are not the smartest. The people who are most successful are not the techiest. The people who are not who are the most successful don't have the most money. The people who are the most successful are the people who have true grit. So grit is perseverance. And it's going through and pushing through obstacles that get in your way. It's the ideas of giving up. It's the ideas of this isn't going to work. It's the ideas of why am I doing this? Maybe I'll just go back to my job. It's the people who have true grit to push through those barriers and those obstacles. Um, I, I've had some very, very low points, um, points where um, I, I didn't know where my next meal was going to come from. Like I legitimately did not know there were negative numbers in my bank account. There was my rent. I was about to be evicted from my apartment. Um, I was at a point where I just, a real frustration, um, tears, like it was hard. It was a very, very difficult time. But it was pushing through. If I had decided to give, to give up, I would not be where I am today. Um, I would not believe that people like, um, would actually pay for, you know, for what I do, my services. Um, I would not believe that I actually have a team of people that I can rely on to help me service my clients. And it's true grit that, um, that the entrepreneurs who are the most successful have, like that's the most important piece. So that's the last piece that I would say is like, know that you don't have to be the smartest. You don't have to be the most uh, talented. You don't have to have the most, most money to get started. Even if you don't have, you know, you know, any money, you guys can start because Facebook's free and LinkedIn's free. So you guys can start doing this. It just, you either have time or money. And if you don't have money, then you have to take the time to make this happen. So, uh, people can go, let's see, um, if people are interested in joining the challenge, that's super cool. You can go to x2challengers.com. Uh, it should be live as of the time of this recording. Um, we'll be closing it, closing registration for it. So if it's not open, then you can join the waitlist for it. So next time we open it up, uh, you can go to my homepage at the x2entrepreneur.com. You can also find me on Facebook, 
uh, as well. You can find me on uh, LinkedIn, connect with me there. That's super cool. Um, yeah, I also have a podcast called uh, The X2 Entrepreneur, um, where I share my best secrets and uh, tips and strategies uh, as well. So would love to, to have you as a subscriber uh, on there as well. So uh, shoot me a message on Facebook, happy to respond. Um, and you know, answer any questions that anybody has. So, but Scott, I appreciate you having me on the show, man. It's yeah, yeah, man, it's awesome. Yeah, guys, go go check out his ha, check out his podcast. It's awesome, Adam. I've seen him kind of go through these ups and downs a little bit, and where he's at t- today, it, it's awesome. I mean, you guys can really do this. Just listen to these words of advice. Um, persevere. Don't give up. You can do this. Um, so, anyways. And, uh, you know, you've been, you've been hanging out with me, Scott Taylor and Adam Smith. And so, you know, the, the longer you learn from people that are trying to figure this stuff out, the more you can f- find people that know what they're doing. Um, you can close that gap of you figuring it out. So, um, you know, if you like what you're seeing on this, on this show or what you're hearing on the podcast, guys, go, go like, and subscribe to this, the man reinvented show, leave me some reviews. Um, if you know someone that's stuck and they, They've just really wanting to try to figure something new out with their career, send them over to us. Um, you know, we're going to have a lot more people on. I've got an amazing guest coming up either this week or next week. He's a big dog and I'm not going to tell you his name, but, um, you know, you're going to hear some awesome stuff on the show. And so we just want to give value and inspire those to take action, action, to actually do some things to, to move them forward to actually, you know, finding the career they're passionate about, that they feel fulfilled in, where they can give the most impact and, you know, change, you know, put their dent in the world, so to say. So, but please, yeah, share this, this podcast around, go like, subscribe, and uh, have a party with it, guys. Really appreciate it.